Welcome to Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. A Buddha is someone who's awake within the matrix and co-creating with divinity as a soul having a human experience. Each enlightened episode is dedicated to help you level up the energy field of your Merkaba. You can manifest the parallel reality that fits the best version of you. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and does not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Now, let's welcome your host, author Von Galt, and her guest. Welcome to another episode of Merkaba Chakras Podcast. Today, we have two very wonderful people who met through the dating odyssey that many of my hypnosis clients seeking love go through. I have personally known Anna for almost a decade through work and observed her going through third dimensional dramas of push, pull, vagueness, and no direction regarding dating which attracted low-vibe 3D men. Now, a year ago, Anna and I had a heart-to-heart about giving the universe clear directions regarding what fifth-dimensional relationship she wants to attract in her life. And her perfect match popped into her life during the COVID-19 pandemic. Wow! Ironically, her fiancé, Daniel, went through the same journey as Anna. This is so wonderful. Let's get into their fifth dimensional love story. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, I'm so excited to get into this because this is a common one that I get from my hypnosis clients. And one of the most common things that people are working on is how do I attract that high vibe relationship, especially when they're dating? So, um, yeah, so, so we're going to kind of get right into it. Um, okay, Anna, I'm going to start with you first. And we're going we're gonna to kind of rewind. Okay. We're going to rewind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've known you for a decade as a coworker slinging IT in our day jobs, and your dating odyssey has always entertained me i just have a great laugh i think i dated i think i dated vicariously through you because i already, oh, yeah. met, my, <laughs> I already mm-hmm. met my husband and i was happy i'm still happy but you know but before we talk to daniel we're going to rewind with anna um back to when anna was single and dating out of luck in seattle oh yeah Anna, can you tell everyone your story for what dating was like in Seattle and why you decided to move to San Diego? So let's start from the very beginning, girl. Very beginning. So I dated in Seattle. I was on and off, you know, dates here, dates there, and I just was not finding the right guy. At the beginning, I thought, oh, well, maybe it's Seattle. Maybe I need to find that my plus one somewhere else. And it was just a lot of try, a lot of error. I, I'm not. I'm only gonna say error. 
because when um, I, I really didn't have clear intentions of, of what I wanted. I probably didn't have a list of exactly. I think you have to know what you want and what you don't want. So I think so, I was just dating the these people that was just giving me the vibe. Okay, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. But then I was always thinking, when am I going to find that guy that, I, that it's for me? Well, let me ask you a question, Anna, because you just said something that's very, very common. So you were, when you were single, you were dating to basically kind of date the market and find out what do they want, what do they want, what do they want. So you didn't really have a focus on what you wanted in a relationship or in a, somebody that you wanted to you know, possibly date for seriously. I possibly had the idea, but I want, I, I, it was vague and I was not calling it out to the universe. I, I, I did not have a real vision of who that person was. And I think I was just concentrating on the bad, like, okay, they do this, they do that. They're like this or like that. They're not for me. I, I think I had to maybe concentrate on, on the good, right? Like I want to call out uh, this type of person. And, and I think I was just not calling it out to the universe at that point. So, I was just dating. Right. So you were... Um, so let me get this straight for people because you're, you exhibit a lot of very common things that people do in dating and they get so frustrated spinning the wheels. So you were dating and you were just kind of going, well, this person didn't hit this and you were calling out the bad. And what did you get more of the bad? Right. right. Uh, the worst. <laughs> I, you know, at some up. point, <laughs> yeah, I, I left Seattle because I honestly thought, well, maybe Seattle is not the place where th that I need to be. And then I moved to San Diego about six years ago. And the first six years was, the, or I want to say the first five and a half was probably the same. Of that. And, I, and I said, well, maybe it's not the location. Maybe it's just my intention. I really need to sit out there, you know? Right, right. So let me ask you this, Anna, because I'm breaking apart a lot of these things that you guys are going through. And we'll get to Daniel because Daniel's experience is kind of the same, but from a guy's perspective. But so... In Seattle, you were going through the dates and you're just calling out the bad on this guy didn't have this and this and this. And so then you're getting more of the type of guys that you didn't want because you're putting that charge out. And so, and you didn't really have a clear picture with focus on what you wanted in somebody, the positive that you wanted. So you got more of the negative that you were focusing on. So that, that makes sense. Now, then you tr went to San Diego and you were getting the same type of guys, but in a different location. Like, right. what, what, what was the typical date that you were typically getting? Tell, describe to everybody your horrible date stories. Well, oh, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think most of them were just guys that didn't, didn't know. I mean, I, I really wanted someone serious and I wanted to portray that. But even though I portray that, people still didn't care. The guys didn't care. They're like, no, I want more. They, they want more of the casual relationship. And even though I was explaining or in your dating profile, you have, I want a long lasting relationship. They just don't care. They disregard that. And they still think they can get something casual or the girlfriend of the night, you know? And, and that was just what I was getting. Just not someone that was serious and had the intentions I had. Right. Right. And you know, what's, what's funny because, um, you know, even in Seattle, you know, when you were dating, I was like, well, what were you, what are you, putting out there and it was always so funny to see that you're getting what you didn't want as you put more of the focus on what you didn't want you're getting more of that and then when you move to san diego um you can you would come into the office sometimes to kind of you know do an office visit um for meetings and so forth and when you came in 
you know, we would obviously catch up how San Diego, how's the date life, et cetera, et cetera. And you said the same thing. I said, well, what, what's the deal? Um, let's take a look at your profile. And remember, you look at my profile. <laughs> I tell me, okay, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I, I kind of call things out sometimes, but when we looked at your profile, it was very vague. That's right. I, it was not a clear meaning of what I wanted. It didn't say, I want this, I want this, I want this. And I think I learned that from you. As soon as you said, hey, Anna, you really need to put it out there. I need to talk to the, to the date right away. Don't wait. Because I said, well, I don't want to scare them away. If I right away, you're like, nope, they're going to be wasting your time if you don't do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, and you're wasting their time because if they want a casual fling and you're not the girl that's offering a casual fling then you're wasting their time because their casual fling is probably next around the corner so yeah. you're doing them a favor giving them what they want and then you're getting what you want so you know right you guys should you, you guys shouldn't be dating in the same lane because you want different things and and right. like i always say there's nothing wrong if you want to casual date you put the disclaimer out there and only date people who want casual dating but you right. wanted something else and so you know when we talked last october we had a conversation about narrowing, you know, after, I don't know, like seven years, eight, nine years, some crazy amount, because you were in San Diego for six years. So, mm -hmm. you know, we had the discussion last October and you, you know, we, we went through what you were going through and I asked you, you need to narrow down what you really want and not negotiables, right? Mm -hmm, the non-negotiables and not be appeasing to every other guy that did not have the same attentions, intentions as you. So can you tell everyone what you figured out that you really wanted? And these were your non-negotiables. And if they didn't fit this, yeah. you weren't going to waste their time with yeah. what you wanted. So what, what did you figure out that you wanted in a man? So my non-negotiables was a man that wanted a serious relationship. He was ready to have a family. Um, I, I don't have any kids. So for me, it would be ideal to have someone that wants, that could do this journey together, get married, have kids of our own. That was like one of the things, someone that's not jealous or controlling, someone that they have like, um, they're responsible, they're mature, and they're financially responsible too. Because for me at that point, you know, I, I had worked hard for my, my, you know, I had a house and 401k and no credit, no, no debt. So for me, like, I want to find that person that's matching because I wanted to find that equal. And then right, right. together, not for someone for me to be like, oh, honey, let me teach you about <laughs> savings or, <laughs> you know, so I, someone that was already there with me and that we could like build together. That right. And that is so critical. I mean, you have to know, I mean, you knew exactly where you knew your value very well. You knew that you worked on your career, you worked on your finances, you worked on, you know, just kind of being stable and you wanted somebody equal or more than what you offer and put on the table, not less. So that if you guys were to be a good fit for each other and then pursue, um, you know, possibly marriage or children, which was your ultimate intention. Um, yeah. If they didn't want the same thing. I mean, obviously if it doesn't work out and there's no connection, that's fine. Then you move on. You date somebody else with the same intentions, but mm -hmm. that's ultimately what you wanted. So that when you met somebody at the same level, you guys can go from there and then build up instead of right. trying to bring somebody up right. and then slow yourself down. Right. So, 
you match, you want somebody with match energy, um, and go from there. So, yeah, yeah, that, so Daniel, I want to get to Daniel because <laughs> you got, you, you figured out what you wanted. You sent that to yep. you, the yes. universe. Absolutely. And then, and then Daniel, I hear you were dating with focus intentions. Like you yes. knew what you were focusing on, um, oh, yeah. but you weren't having much success either. So what was your dating story and the type of dates that you were getting before you met Anna? Because guys go through this as well. Oh, yeah. I, I think for me, um, I, I was saying both, you know, I wanted someone that I could settle down with, you know, get married, have a family relatively soon. Uh, and I think that people I have dated and when they bring that up, you know, they want to have a little bit of time. Uh, even though I'm in my late, my late thirties, you know, their, 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 their time frame is four to five years down the road. I'm like, that's just not going to work out, you know, cause I'm 37, I'll be 38 in November and I just want to have a family on my own. And I think for me, it was finding someone that was not only compassionate and caring, someone that could lift me up when I'm down and I can vice versa do that for her. Uh, I think for me, having a good heart, um, family oriented, uh, again, having your finances in order, because in reality, you know, if, if divorce is the first, is the first thing from divorce is financial issues. So I want to someone I met that was smart, you know, intelligent, financially hard worker, um, you know, just a kind person. I growing up, you know, I, I went through bullying and whatnot and to find someone that that she has it's just incredible um and i think like a lot of a lot of times when you're dating you kind of settle you you're, you're explain so that explain that because yes. i hear that a lot from my male hypnosis clients where they settled with what they end up finding out later was a project kind exactly. of like anna yeah. would say yes. change it. they want to change him i call that missionary dating it's right like, <laughs> someone, yeah <laughs> you meet someone it's like i'm gonna fix that on you it's like no the only way it's going to work is if that person you meet that very first visit or that first sight, that the person who she is, if you don't like that, then it's not going to work out. You know, I always say you can't change someone. And if you go into a relationship where you have that, that mindset, it's going to fail. Um, also, mm-hmm. too, sometimes, you know, people, they put on a fake, a fake front, you know, they make an online profile. They'll put older pictures, they'll word it differently. And when you meet that person, for me, me and Paula, we, we we uh, we sent each other a message on a Saturday or a Friday. We met Sunday. The next day. Yeah, like the so, very next yeah. day we met in person. Because my thing is you're, you're going a week or two, even three weeks texting or walking or talking, messaging, you know, each other. And then you meet them and it's like, oh, well, that was a waste, a waste of, of three time. weeks, three weeks, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was at a coffee shop. We spread everything on the table. It's like, this is what I'm looking for. This four, is, hours. Four, four hours. Four hours. Four hours. Wow. It was more, it was more of a, an interview and a negotiation, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but it's, it's, it's amazing how, when you finally meet that one person, how everything just connects. I mean, it just it, feels so natural. Yeah. yeah. Think, Let me ask you something time. about that. Let me ask you something about that. Cause you guys bring up some very, very good points that both of you guys did wonderfully. And, um, I, I mean, Anna, you said it earlier that, you know, for a long time you were making concessions. You were like, you didn't want to be seen as mean or rude. And, you know, um, and so you would kind of, um, appease the, the the men and then in the very end when push came to shove you you realize you know what no this isn't gonna work i'm not gonna save you i'm not gonna rescue you i'm not your mom i'm not i want mm-hmm. someone who's my equal who i can move forward with and mm-hmm. i'm not going to um take care of you or right. help you um that's that for some, for some people that's what they want and that's fine that's part of their journey for you 
you didn't want that. You want an equal that you can move forward with. And the mm -hmm. same, and that's very common with, um, with some women that are dating is that they feel like they have a hard time dating a man who's equal to them. And so they make concessions and then they try to do the bring up, you know, the take on a project and kind of bring up the guy. And, and so there's, there's a lot that goes on with that. But then on the flip side, um, Daniel, what you said, but that was very common as well with some of my hypnosis clients who's looking for love as well, that men do, is they will take on, like you said, a missionary uh, project. Well, they'll take someone who obviously has issues and they'll try to save her. And so, you know, so you have these people who are not equal to you guys um, psychologically. And so then eventually it's going to blow up on you. And hopefully at some point when it does blow up on you, you don't have a lot of kids or a lot of finances right. that, that can muddy it up, which a lot of people do. So seeing that forecast down the road, you're like, you know, I've seen this happen. I don't want that type of dating story. I want to start with somebody who's equal, who's my same energy, who, um, you know, I'm a strong enough guy. I can have equal woman that can bring home extra bacon. What guy doesn't like extra bacon? <laughs> well, that's one thing we, we always talk about. It's like, there's no gender rules. We share everything. Like when we have kids, we're going to be taking care of the kids equally. We're going to be cleaning equally. It's, there's no, the woman does this, the man does that, you know, it's, we see it as a partnership. Exactly. We're going to be working together. And, exactly. and that's what I love about, about us yep. and our relationship is like, there's no you, there's no yep. him, it's us, you know? And I think a lot of times people think, you know, are, are some males that they, like you said, they can get aggressive or they can be very controlling and manipulative and like, you need to do this and wear that. I mean, I told her, I said, I love you naturally. I love everything mm -hmm. about you. You know, you didn't want to, he want to change me. So no. No, not at all. It's like, I, I just, I love her beauty. She's a stunning woman and she's just got a great heart, you know? And I think uh, finding someone like this is definitely hard. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. Hard. You guys are very okay. healthy. Our search, yeah, our search and our, um, you know, we didn't lose hope and, and we just yeah. didn't settle with the wrong person and, and it paid off to wait. Yeah. And I'll tell yeah. you, many times that I wanted to delete those online profiles and be like, I'm done. I mean, I was so close, so close, but I had two very good friends of mine that encouraged me and kept, kept me going. And finally, you know, it's ended up a matter of, yeah, time. Matter of time. So that's one thing is never give up. That's one thing I always believe in. Never give up. You will meet someone once you, when you do, it's going to be incredible, but you're going to have to go through some struggles to get there. I mean, right. dating is, right. you know, it's just, yeah. You know, Daniel, um, when you were coming up with the, your, the things that you wanted in a person and in a relationship so that you were only dating these people that fit, that fit within the things that you wanted, you had obviously realistic expectations, but what was it like for a man to kind of date um, with a focused intention on what you wanted? And then what did you typically come across? Well, you know, it is hard, I think, because I don't know, I, I, I think most people are waiting longer to get married and having kids. And so, like, I, I, I would I would date, like, mid to early 30s. Mm -hmm. And they're basically not in that mindset of me being, you know, 38 this year. It's like I, they wanted to hold off on the marriage and the, and the kids and having a family and whatnot. And I'm like, well, I'm good to the point where I, I'm, I need to have that happen <laughs> age-wise. And that's why I was, you know, what my two friends told me is, you know, try to find someone that, you know, you, you know your age or a little older because that will – that you definitely will be on the same path. My my fan my friends and family call me an old soul. I'm very old fashioned, 
very, you know, you know, it's just, I'm one of those kind of like old souls, you know? And, uh, and I think it's one of those things where you, when you find that person, you definitely know who it is and you just, you grab onto it and you don't let go. (laughs) (laughs) You hold on to it. (laughs) Yeah. But I think dating, it, it, dating is a roller coaster. It really, any advice I can give to any guy out there is like, just don't give up. And it's, I think for me also too, it's how you project yourself. Confidence is a big thing. If you have lack of confidence, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to attract that person you want. You know, I think it's what you present is what you get, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, um, I've always had a really kind heart and, you know, it's one of those things where I just, I love, you know, being positive person. And that's one thing, if you're a negative person, you're a positive person. It's like oil and water. Oh, yeah. Not going to mix. <laughs> not going to mix. Not at all. Um, but yeah, but it's, uh, it's, 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 it was, it was, a, it was a, a fun ride, but I'm, I'm happy it's done with and I can start my life with this one. <laughs> well, you know, that, that makes me kind of want to ask, you know, for both of you, what is it, you know, before we get into the first date, what was it like dating with no clear intentions of what you wanted versus dating with intentions of what you wanted. It, it's like night and day. So the, obviously, exactly, yeah. tell us the difference between before you guys became a conscious focus um, person in what you wanted in a, in a relationship on this path of dating and before when you, you know, weren't. So I think, I think for me, I, before I, before I think it was just, I was in love with the idea of being in love. I wanted to have someone so bad that I would settle. I would ignore red flags. And so I would basically, you know, trying to find someone that would love me or want to be with me. And, you know, by doing that and settling, you don't find the right match. And mm-hmm. I think Do you feel like you were cheating yourself at that point? I like you were, you were in a relationship with somebody, they check the boxes, there's a, there's a body next to you, they're breathing, but you really didn't really... <laughs> You didn't really feel satisfied. Yeah, it's basically, it's it's this blanket feeling where, okay, I'm dating someone now. So I'm not, I'm no longer single. And that's the thing is that is people think single is a bad thing. And it's actually a good thing because it lets you really learn about yourself and get Mm -hmm. yourself in the right mindset. I always, if you break up, don't ever go right directly into dating. You need to work on yourself. To find yourself again. Find yourself, exactly. Heal. Mm -hmm. Heal. Yeah. I think it's important to take care of you. You have to love yourself before you can love someone else. That's right, right, right. You typically attract what you are. Exactly. Yeah. You attract exactly. what you are. That's typically yeah. the case. And typically, even yeah. if you have um, issues about relationships from your mommy or daddy issues, it's very, very funny because in my hypnosis clients, I typically find um, commonly, and I see this as well, is that people will attract somebody who mirrors their childhood upbringing or mirrors their parents. Right, and so it it is funny when you actually go down the layers from generation to generation. Those people are dating their family, right? Um, And so they have to really, you know, between dating, it's a very good idea to take a break, compartmentalize. Okay, what did what did I like? What didn't like about the last person I dated? What can I, you know, fix and kind of like narrow your focus a little bit more so you're more clear and you could tell the universe. Okay, I know what I don't want. Now that yeah. I've dated it. <laughs> I know what I want. Yep. You have to know both, right? <laughs> well, sometimes you have to know what you don't want. And if, yep. Especially if you don't know what you want from the very beginning. Um, uh, you know, when you start dating, um, when you don't know, when you don't exactly know what you want, which is very common. Most people don't know what they want, and that's fine. You've, you kind of date a little bit, and then you learn what you don't want. Well, I definitely know I don't want somebody with 
you know, five baby mamas and like six cats and you know, whatever the deal is and stuff. So whatever the crazy amount is, well, I definitely know I don't want somebody who can't keep a job more than two months in a row every single time or whatever the, whatever the, 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 the thing is. But sometimes you learn from what you don't want and then you pare it down so you can only focus on meeting people exactly. who um, don't exhibit the, the don't want and you can kind of narrow down to um, focus on what you do want. So very, very good distinction. So it, did dating become more fun once you actually had a focus intention on what it is that you do want? Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, for, well, for you. Yeah. Well, actually I, before I, I, before I met her, I was on a dry spell I hadn't dated for a few months and then I actually was, you know, I was really wanting to pursue someone that is exactly what I wanted. And, and you just went back. And I just back went to back. Search. I went back to the search. I, I, I joined Facebook dating and like, I think it was like a day or two after I joined, really? I, I came across her profile <laughs> and I sent her a message and it's like, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> so what was, what was it about her profile that kind of caught your attention? Who was you the first what? person it, who, who made the connection? Um, What's it? I, I think I we met yeah. well because you match on. I guess you like each other, and then once you both match, you can initiate a chat. I, I think I sent you like a like, and then yeah. you responded. Yeah. But for me, it was for me like I love family, and I loved on her profile that a lot of it, the wording was family oriented. That she's you know she said straight out she wants a long term relationship, she wants marriage, a family. So everything and, was there. Yeah, it was not there. vague anymore. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, was, I know I was, Anna, <laughs> Anna and I had some serious conversations about that because I was like, well, what do you want? She's like, I want to get married and I want, I want to marry, I want to love the person that I marry and, you know, I want to have kids. Um, and I'm like, well, then put that on your profile. No, but that's, uh, that's going to be a turnoff for people. It's like, that's exactly the point. You want to yeah, turn off I, those guys. If I wouldn't have put that on, on my Facebook dating, he would have probably passed my profile. Yeah, he would have got a lot of wishy-washy 3D men who's going, great, another hookup, yay! Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then that's not what you wanted. So you have to put that on put there. Put it if out you, there. Yeah. yeah, if you don't if, want those guys hitting you up for a date, um, then you got to put those that your intention out there so that you weed them out and only the ones who want that hit you up. And I remember you saying, well, what if I don't get as much inquiries? I'm like, who cares? You're only looking for one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's, and that was perfect. So that's so, so critical. Uh, what yeah. were you saying, Daniel? Oh, it's almost like a, um, it's basically like your res, your, uh, um, not your resignation, but your, uh, your, um, when you're getting a job, what's that letter called? Oh, like, um, interview? Okay. Oh. Resume? A, resume. That's the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you're basically saying exactly what you want. And I think a lot of times people fear how they'll be perceived, but it's like if they're too vocal exactly. about, about what they yeah. want, right? And it's like one thing. It's like I think people that, that do that they bash on people. Oh, you know, you're looking for too much. You need to slow it down. Screw that. I want the real thing. I want to find it. And I'm not going to settle. Her profile was amazing, and and that's I think mine was the same. I think yeah. I put on there saying I want you know soon, you know settling serious, down yeah. serious you know kids family you know all that stuff and i think i think the fact that we both had that on our profiles really helped us to connect yeah because mm-hmm. if I, but mine she would have returned back to my profile and been like oh man not, he's, not not really there. Yeah. he's not serious yeah. about what he's yeah. done. <laughs> it worked both ways it worked right. both ways that's perfect perfect you guys you guys really um hit it out of the ballpark 
once you guys got clear of the universe and and was clear with what you want and what you didn't want and if they didn't meet what you guys wanted then that's okay move on and um, play the field with what you wanted now you two got quickly matched together tell us about what the first date was like you met on a sunday Sunday at the thing on Friday. We We met on Friday online and met in person on Sunday. And uh, we we there's a coffee shop that I I I went to before that I loved it and it was a great place for talking. It's very open there, North Park. And uh, and it was funny. Like we sat down and we just started talking and we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop talking. It was incredible. Sharing (laughs) you know our lives, our upbringing, what we want. Talking about family. You know, talking about our, our desires, family, marriage, you know, and all that. It's yeah, like, so everything was put kind of on the table. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, you guys talked about that? Like, they're surprised of how much we talked about. We're like, yeah, we were not afraid. I mean, that's how we... That's so important. So many people, when it comes to dating, they're so afraid to put their real intentions out there, you know, for fear of being rejected. But who cares if you get rejected? Because they're not the type of people that you wanted anyways. Yeah. But what's funny is that we we were talking so much and such a connection we lost track of time. Four hours later, they're telling us we're closing mm-hmm. down the coffee shop. They're <laughs> sweeping the floor. So, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So it's like when we were walking on, like I'm like I asked her straight up, "Can we go on another date?" <laughs> yeah. So there was before we finished our first date, we already had a second date. So that's what I liked about him, you know, because the 3D men are like, "Oh, play the game. Let me wait three days until I contact you, so you don't think I'm interested in you." And with him, he was straightforward. He knew what he wanted. Let's do a date. When are you free? And and that's how a real connection should look like, you know? Yeah. There shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to follow, you know, rules or or things like, you know, waiting to call back three or four days. Screw that. That's, I mean, yeah, the 3D it's game. Like, yeah, it's like follow your heart. And if you love that person or you're interested, go pursue them, you know, show them who you are. And, and prove to them that you're the, you know, that you are who you are, that they can have that, that trust. That's a big thing because, um, you know, she's been hurt before. And I knew that for her to really, you know, trust me and love me, I had to show it in my actions, not in my words. I, I told him, you got to prove it to me and you got to earn my trust and my love. And guess what? I'm going to have to do the same with you. It's not like a given. For me, with this time, it's like I was just giving my love and my trust away yeah. from the beginning. Now, as you're getting older and learning, one of my experiences is like, why don't you show me with your actions? I'm going to show you with my actions. Exactly. And we did that throughout our journey. Yeah. That's perfect. That's beautiful. Now, Daniel, um, you guys met in, I think it was March? March. March, yeah. March, March. March. Okay. COVID hit. March, um, yeah. March 8th. March 8th. COVID was really hitting. The pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic was hitting. Now, this is this is the thing of dating during the pandemic is that you really got to get to the nitty gritty, like get to your intentions, get to what you want and really have focus because you don't have time to play the film and pussycat around. There was no dating at that yeah. point, like going to movies if, or to if, the if, park. If, you know? we, you, it's funny, if we would have waited a, a, a week or two later to meet, it probably wouldn't have happened because that's when everything was shut down. Mm-hmm. So there would have been no coffee date. There would have been no the second restaurant, restaurant yeah. date at all. Yeah. So what do you say to people who are trying to date with a focused intention and kind of, you know, at this time? I mean, because they could still date, but then, you know, they have to kind of cut out the um, the BS. My friends, this is a good time for you guys to date my single friends, because I I feel that both people should be more focused and less about BS. And and that person that they want to meet, they're probably going to narrow it down as much 
would to try to find that person. You're not going to be going on a date on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday because, you mm -hmm. know, there's going yeah. on. So I think it's like I was telling them it's a blessing in disguise. Yes. Yes. It definitely is. Instead of dating like 20 different guys is going to or gals who are going to waste your time because of all the fluff. Uh, you're only doing focused, intentional dating and you're, you know, you are doing quality dates rather than quantity dates. And so, mm -hmm. it, you know, you're making the time work, you're making it, um, you know, good effort. And so you're going to get more quality dates, even if you're not a match, you're going to get more quality time and dates out oh, of it. Totally. And oh, if yeah. you are, look, and if you are a match and you're doing focused dating with good intentions and you're clear with the universe, you're going to get some of those dates and it's going to be a much, much more pleasant journey for people who want this. Now for people who want to play the field and stuff, uh, you know, it's going to be really hard at this time. Um, but it's probably think, a learning lesson. Will, yeah. I think you will find more honest people and more, more, genuine people through this period in time right now because if you're there just kind of meeting and flinging and you know dating off and on you're not going to go out and do it during the pandemic it's only going to be if you really want to put your foot out there and be serious because you know there's a lot this with the COVID you know there's a lot of you know fear risk. out there and risk <laughs> out there so you're only going to risk it if you really want to do it exactly <laughs> We really feel a, a heart heart connection, like, okay, this, okay, we talk on the Zoom for a couple of times, we're talking on the phone, we're Skyping, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, let's meet here and, you know, kind of go from there. Really, really good points. And so don't be scared to date and find your love during this time because it really helps, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, you know, when oil and water and all the, the stuff kind of comes up. And then you see, you see where the different layers are. The gap. <laughs> the gap. So it. It, can, it it's really separating out a lot of the BS when it comes to dating. Oh, yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Daniel. How did you know that you wanted to marry her? Because you guys got engaged recently. August 8th. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, my goodness. I'm interested on the 8th, if you notice that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I think for me, after the first date, I was head over heels for her, and I, I knew I wanted to be with her. Um, there was just a connection there that I have never felt. Um, it's like she just was incredibly beautiful mm -hmm. she's you know you're amazing heart smart and, and and you know you're just incredible in all different Aww. ways there was nothing to fix with anna there was nothing it, it was like it was just... i was wanting and i'm like i'm you know at my age i'm like you know i'm not getting any younger so i'm done with the games and uh and i i, I after that date i think it was sealed for me and you know what <laughs> i always thought vaughn for me is like i i'm gonna know who is the man for me when he sees my value and the value he's going to see it right away. He's not going to be like, Oh, let me date other three girls. And, and I've had that. I, I go on a date with one guy three weeks later, they, they text me back. Hey, how you been stranger? No, if you didn't see my value from the beginning, go away. Well, that's, that's one thing for me. Like I have my friends and whatnot. They'd say when I was dating, you need to date several people at once. And I said, I can't do that because if I'm doing that, I'm not giving them the time they deserve. You know, if you really want to meet someone, you need to find someone and invest in them. And if it doesn't work out, great, go to the next one. But yep. If you're doing the serial dating, you're never gonna you're never gonna meet Take any someone serious. seriously. Yeah, because you're just you're basically there. There a little bit of time you're spending with, and you move on to the next one. It's just it's not fair to them or or to your or to the person that's doing it. You know. Right. Right. Now you know. Um, did you guys find any kind of weird like synchronicities or things that kind of pop up? Um, you know, maybe that our, you know our, around this whole our, thing. Our, I think our, our, our first shoot, date. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was our humor and our and like our it's just it's an it was amazing just how how, cool. how amazing how we both were so like alike yeah. like i would say oh my mom brought me up like this or i did this and he's like oh i did the same way or yeah. or hey i think about this and finances and kids and everything was kind of like insane how alike we were and this all happened on the first date, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my husband and I, we met on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> religion, politics, oh, yeah. family. We, we Do you guys have anything where you guys aren't, you know, you aren't the same, where, you know, he has a different hobby and, and you have a different hobby or, you know. I think I'm a little, like, maybe, what do you think? There has to be some differences, mm -hmm. right? Because we cannot all be alike. I think I'm just more, like, active and hyper all the time want to do things and he's more like chill and hey I wanna, like, he's, he's your yin and you're the yang yeah. so yeah, I think yeah. we both meet in the middle I'm like Definitely. okay I cannot be all hyper all the time and he can come back and be like okay let's go for a walk or let's do this or yeah. so I think we're meeting each other in the middle you know now you guys live together or we live together yeah, yeah. you guys live together so what was it like um kind of moving in during the middle of you know, how, how did you guys navigate? Okay, we met somebody in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> we did some well, focus I'm, dating. Because we, 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 you know, basically, you know, we, um, we, I talked about it with her. She's like, you know what, well, I'll move in and we'll give it a shot just to see how it goes for a week or so. And then mm -hmm. like that week went by without any hesitation and it hasn't changed since. Yeah, because for me, it was like, I, I really need to, to make sure I feel comfortable. I work from home. So yeah. at that point, I wanted to make sure I felt comfortable in every every way. And I did. I felt right like at home. I was just, yeah. it's just our dynamics are yeah. so, so chill, so laid back. Yeah. So we communicate a lot. So that I think that's very important. We're very open with each other. Well, like she had her condo, you know, and all of her stuff was over there. She, but she brought over a few items here just because she could she'd have that option if it would work out that way that she wanted to go back home and end it thank god it didn't happen that she'd have her stuff there but when we we chose to really like okay we, Move love, forward. we love this you know we, we chose to you know we're gonna make this this is it that we're we're together for life you know so guess what i already sold my condo oh my goodness wow yeah. <laughs> i don't have a backup option uh, yeah. anymore he's my yeah. only option <laughs> and the we actually she sold her condo at my house was it, was it easy to uh, sell your condo during the pandemic oh yeah well the thing is she sold hers and my house is almost sold now and we're selling both properties to, to buy, buy a bigger our dream house, house together oh my goodness oh my so goodness we're combining, so 20... the, we're combining the equity on yeah, there to get something so better that, for me wow 2020 was yeah. a banger yeah. year for you two yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we discussed that it's like imagine you having to sell your house but then you didn't have the other person kind of contributing or for me, imagine selling my condo and I don't have that other person. But for us to be, like I told you, on the same page and wanting to live that nest or that comfort to start our journey, yeah. we both want to do that, you know? And I think right. Right. Well, it's just so wonderful because you two, you guys had focused intention on what you wanted. You made clear um, instructions for the universe. It delivered. You dated some people with those instructions, that made those instructions, and then you found very quickly the one that you felt a connection with and so you guys cut out a lot of the fat in dating and so you guys you know instead of taking years or long period of time to get to that point where you okay we have match intentions you just you already start right from there and then kind of you know went from there on um, so much faster so you know because I know people and I have clients from hypnosis when they're dating people it'll take them two or three years before they finally get to the point where they oh, tell no. the we, other person they, they I don't know. 
Yeah, they probably weren't sure about how they felt about it. Right, so they waste like two or three years with somebody and get invested and get um, caught up with somebody. And then at the very end, when push came to shove, okay, do you want to get married and have kids if that's what one person wanted? Which if you don't want that, that's fine. But if one person wanted that from the very beginning and the other person was kind of wishy-washy and not clear, they go two or three years and push came to shove. They're like, no, I don't want to do that. And it's like, well, why did you waste the time? And so that's a common thing. And so you guys were like, I want this. I want this. Let's date only these people who are interested in that. And you guys found each other. So you, you cut off a lot of the time yeah. in the fluff of trying to figure out what your intentions were. And so that's really the benefit of dating during the pandemic if you know what you want and you're clear so you can get right right to the thick of it so um you know when somebody's looking at you guys going okay you met in march and then you guys are moving in and telling your houses in in august that's a very quick time but yeah. when you look but when you look at how you guys did it where you guys were very clear with your intentions you guys met you know you cut all that stuff out you guys really did shed years of getting to that point off so it very makes good. sense and we were very community, very open with each other. You know, I think that also helps. It's like, you, you he should really show me who he is. I really show you who, who I am. And he told me, I have no intentions on changing you. I told him the same. So I think the people that last three, four years to kind of figure out whether it's going to work or not, they might be not be true to themselves or the other person might not be true. Because if you really show your, 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 you know, who you are, you're not going to have to deal with any of that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And that that's how I've heard. I've had clients and I've known people who they have dated for like nine, 10 years. And when it came time to I want to have a kid, the other person said, honestly, I never wanted to have a kid in the first place. And why do you do you exactly. lie? Did you lie to say you wanted just to be? Yeah, with just because you wanted to be with that person because you like that person, right. but you never had the same in, out outcome intentions and that's not fair to do to somebody no. um, that, that creates a lot of bad karma and I've seen that happen with clients who are trying to get over a heartbreak because they dated and invested so long with someone um, yes. and had they known before that they never had the same intentions going into the relationship uh, and they just used up their good years because they yeah. were a good catch um, it's yeah. it's it it, it it damages people so much it's hard for them to get back on on the wheel now um the thing with that, you know, and that's a whole nother, nother subject, but this is going to help a lot of people prevent going through that kind of heartache uh, with focus and tension. So um, now when you guys have a disagreement, how do you guys get over that? How do you guys work that out? Because that's usually the telltale sign. We just talk it out. Yeah. So we, I mean, if for some reason. So I simple. Upset, yeah. Or he's upset. You no, know, we, I just said, you know, let's calm down. Let's talk when we're both, you know, you know, when we're, we're out of it and we come back and we, he tells me his point of view. I tell him my point of view. And we just, like I told you, we talk about everything. And you're not afraid to be honest. We, we didn't want to let it explode. We don't, we're yeah. not those, we're not like that. that. That's one thing where I think when there's an argument, you want to, you have to let it cool down. You can't go right into like talking it up because there's negative energy there. There's anger. And it's just going to add fuel. So it's important when you have an argument to let just let both sides calm down, collect their heads, and then then talk about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, you guys, uh, you know, Anna and Daniel, it was so much fun. We can kind of go on and on about this, but we gave people a lot of really good insight to uh, finding love during the pandemic and long after the pandemic as well. And um, you know. 
again, I'm so happy that you guys found each other. Congratulations to both Thank of you. Thank you, and girl. You were, I feel like you were always my number one fan and my cheer. <laughs> you were there for me. And that's the first thing you said. Well, what about now? What about now? And I finally tell you that I found the man of my dreams and I'm engaged and we're planning a life together. You know, oh, I'm so excited. We had to do an update when you guys become parents and then we can, maybe we could do a podcast of, oh, of so uh, oh yeah, yeah, we will. We will. We'll do a podcast in <laughs> New newborn parents, and we'll do a follow up on that, and that'll be so much fun because that's a whole different journey as well. But you guys, your love story really shows how anyone can meet with the same success, and it's really that simple. Everyone, you just have a two step process: know what you want and focus on the prize. It's really that simple. So. Both of you, thank you for a wonderful, fun interview. And for everyone else listening, thank you for listening to another enlightening conversation. Until next time, blessing. Thank you so much, Vaughn. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Merkaba Chakras, where we talk Buddhism in the fifth dimension. For more information about today's guest, please go to the show description. For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to MerkabaChakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.